Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. How are you out there? Well, I'm anxious for you to hear about our guest today. Have you gone through a change lately? Have you had to make decisions about your life? Have you moved, job change, lifestyle change? All of those happen to us at least once or twice in our life. So one of the things that are affected during those changes are certainly our job, our lifestyle, our location, our income. And so when that occurs and we might perhaps need to go back to work or we enter a new career, there's times when we need to boost our skills so that they meet the new demands of our life. And you ask yourself, well, what do I do? Who can I go to to find that support? Well, transitions are their own needs of creativity, if you will. We will find more about ourselves through a transition than we do through a happy time, not meaning that transitions are unhappy, but they're a little more stressful, let's say. So we all need support. And today we're talking with a woman who became a support system called Virtual Assistant. Her company developed because of her own transition. Now, Jamie Skullteddy is owner of Today, Today. She is owner of Upscale Your Business, a company providing virtual assistant and social media marketing systems to solo entrepreneurs, professional coaches, and consultants. She has been featured on Forbes.com, South Florida Business Spotlight, Savvy Biz Women Magazine, Professional Associations of Resume Writers and Career Coaches Spotlight, and the list goes on. Now, with over 25 years of administrative management and marketing experience, Jamie stays current on the latest in social media trends and business technology. This wide-ranging experience, her wide-ranging experience, coupled with her innate organizational talents, oh, I like that, Jamie, (laughs) has allowed her to implement and manage systems, structures, and procedures, which maximize the efficiency of her client's business. Now, on the softer side of Jamie, she she lives in Boynton Beach, Florida. Is that right, Jamie? Boynton? Correct, yes. Boynton Beach, yep. (laughs) She's married to an industrial designer. She has a son, Spencer. And aside from work, Jamie enjoys participating in scout activities, 
spending time with family, cooking, scrabble, and words with friends. Now, at the age of 40, Jamie transitioned into her much-loved present career, which she's going to tell us more about. So, Jamie, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Joyce. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Well, I'm glad to be here with you. You just you just really sound like a godsend for a, a new person that's starting a new career, that's needing some real support. Maybe their skills aren't where they want to be, or they're just needing to learn the new world of, of social media. So I know that you made this, your transition at the age of 40, which I think is wonderful to hear because sometimes we think, oh, I'm too old. I'm over the hill, even though 40 to me would be lovely. But uh, we sometimes think it's just too late to start something new, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I <clears throat> I started to feel, you know, at that age, at 40, I'm, I'll be 48 this month, but um, it, at the age of 40, I felt that I was unemployable. <laughs> yeah. I figured, you know, there's so many uh, young college students who could, you know, who can work in an office and do what I do and, you know, certainly couldn't do it as good as I could, but nonetheless, you know, they uh-huh. were new and maybe, you know, not, not needing or not requiring as much of a, you know, a, an income standard, let's say. Right. Um, right. So, yeah. Yeah. But I bet there was, was fear around you making that transition, just facing your own um, vulnerability of realizing you have lots of gifts um, because of your age. Yeah. Yeah, and the, I, if I may share with you, the reason why I was actually um, sort of on the in the inquiry of what is the next phase of my life going to bring for me career-wise, right. um, I my my most recent position prior to my becoming a virtual assistant, um, I went to work for my parents. Mm. Uh, five years prior, I had I had been work I had always been working in corporate, and mm. I always worked directly for CEO C level executives. And mm-hmm. I had a wonderful career. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to start our family, my husband and I. So, you know, I had uh, I had gotten pregnant, and that was planned. And, you know, I told my boss I would come back. Of course, I need a job. I must come back. I, you know, he was afraid he was going to lose me. And I assured him, no, 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 I'd be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, during my maternity leave, my mother and my stepfather approached me with, why don't you come work for us? This way you could have the baby at work with you. They had their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, they had two furniture showrooms, and they said you could set up a crib and a nursery, and we'll all pitch in and help out. And my mother wanted to have her grandson close to her. And, and yeah, so that sounds pretty perfect. Job, right? <laughs> yeah, and it was. Right. It was wonderful. Um, and I worked there for five years, and I loved it, and I figured one day I'll own their business, and this is great. I love my work, and I, I have the flexibility, and I am paid well, and if my son is sick, and all those little perks, you know, when you work yeah. for your parents kind of thing. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when the economy turned uh, in 2008, around then, uh, they ended up, well, we knew for about two years that they were struggling, but they tried to keep afloat, and finally, actually it was May of 2009, uh, that they closed their doors. And mm. so exactly, you know, right around eight years ago is when I was in the, yeah, again, it brought up, well, what shall I do now? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I really didn't have a clue, but about three years into, well, two years into working with my parents, one of my closest friends had contacted me and she happened to be a life coach. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And she called me at work one day and said, I, I think you should be a virtual assistant. And you're so organized and you you are so good at what you do. And I think you'd be perfect at that. And I really thought to myself and I said to her, you know, Fran, thank you for that idea. I've never heard of what that I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is um, it? <laughs> what is it? That's, you know, but at the time I was like, I can't even take it in because I'm perfectly happy where I am. So I don't really uh-huh. need to, you know, look into that. So now fast forward three years and I'm now faced with losing my cushy job. Uh-huh. Uh, So my aunt put me in touch with a career coach, and through that process, the career coach came to me and said, I think you should be a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. So there's two coaches, both suggest, neither knew each other, and they (laughs) suggested this for me. So it was the perfect fit, and I can tell you when it was suggested to me the second time, it was like the angels sang and, you know, the the gates of heaven opened up for me. (laughs) Like, I was thrilled this was going to be the perfect career choice for me, and I've never looked back. So that's the story of yeah. Well, it is kind of interesting how they'll knock once, they'll give us the message, we maybe ignore it or turn the other way or say, oh, no, not me. And then yeah. we get it again. And then yeah. we listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happens quite often. But for my listeners, tell us what a virtual assistant is. Right. So, I mean, the definition of a virtual assistant, let me actually, I'll, let me grab this. I can read this to you. So a virtual assistant is generally self-employed works remotely from a home office, just mm-hmm. like my clients do, uh, mm-hmm. on a side note, and provides professional, administrative, and or marketing and social media assistance to one or more clients. Mm-hmm. So to summarize that and to put it into you know, regular terms, uh, I do work from my home office. I don't have one boss. I have many clients. Um, yeah. They also are, like me, working from home. Mm-hmm. They need support in their business. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't have the office space to, uh, nor do they want someone in their space, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, if they really want somebody in person, then they usually bring in somebody, you know, part-time to come to their home once in a while. But generally speaking, what's great about my type of business is I can work with anyone, anywhere, all over the Mm. world. So it really opens up, you know, lots of possibilities to be able to help people. Yeah. So does that that make it clear? Yes. And it's really how... How many years has a virtual assistant been with us? It's kind of a new techie thing, isn't it? Just what technology has allowed us to do? I will say the technology continues to broaden and improve, you know, year after year. Um, Mm -hmm. When I started in 2009, again, I have to think back, but 2009, um, you know, there was was a lot of of virtual assistants and... um, you know, but I will tell you that in just like two years ago, I looked it up on LinkedIn. I was just curious because, and I'll, I'll share that with you why I was curious later, but I was interested to find out how many virtual assistants are in the world, and uh, or actually just in the U.S. And the, yeah. at the time, there was 210,000, um, uh-huh. and I just checked last week for a webinar that I'm giving, and there's 326,500. So in just uh-huh. two years, like it's increased by more than 100,000. So it's a growing industry. Um, I will just say when I started, ironically, I had had a virtual client for over 20 years. I still have them. I've always worked from a distance for this company, and it's always been like a part-time thing. It's always been like, you know, I can do it at night, you know, in my pajamas and and that kind of thing. So well over 20 years I've been doing that. Actually, it's probably been about 25 years with Now, is that with your corporate job that you had previously? It was, no. no, it was actually with, um, when I, it's kind of a long story, but I used to live in California. When I lived there, I was not virtual, but my boss okay. moved away. So wow. they made it virtual. We'd like to move and have you still run our business. 
Um, yes. And then when I moved to Florida, they li- they moved to New York. I moved to Florida a few years later, and they said, "Why would you still consider working for us, even from Florida?" And I have, and I continue to. So it's always been. It used to be a full time job. They took it down to a part time situation, and I was just able to work from home in my spare time, kind of thing. Yeah. It wasn't really ever really a full time job, to be honest. Right. So right. Perfect fit. So, and I come across virtual assistants a lot who tell me that they've been working virtually before it was even you know a term. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah, it is. There's, you know, the the good thing is that the the industry is growing, um, mm-hmm. and so there's lots of choices out there. Um, you know, the bad thing is that the industry is growing, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of choices, and there's unfortunately there's a lot of poor choices out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that's not to insult the VA industry. Um, I there's some fantastic VAs out in the world. I know because I coach them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you're, the world is open for, for people to find someone anywhere. But right. there are some key things to look for, of course. Right. I mean, when somebody sits down to uh, decide if they want to go that route, a virtual assistant, then it's like, where do I, where do I start? And it, is it usually by word of mouth? I say it is, generally speaking. I get most of my business through clients who have worked with me. Um, so, yeah, and that's really the best solution is when you know somebody's worked with a virtual assistant and they've proven themselves and they have a proven track record and that person is happy to share about you. That's the biggest compliment, and by all means, that's the direction, you know, that you should at least try. Now, someone's awesome virtual assistant may not be your vir- perfect virtual assistant. No, true. You know? So it's, mm-hmm. you do have to, you know, there are some things that you should, you know, look for. You need to interview VAs. Um mm-hmm. You know, you need to go through that, uh, an entire process, really. I mean, because you don't want to put your business in the hands of someone who's not going to, you know, do what they say they're going to do. Um, I hear, I have to say it, I, I do hear a lot of what I call horror stories. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I do get a lot of clients because clients decided, you know, after you know, we spoke on the phone and then they said, you know, I'm going to go with this other person. You know, perhaps they were, ch- they were cheaper, I'll just say. Right. Um and they went that direction, and inevitably, it, it's happened several times for me, they come back and they say, I mm-hmm. wish I would have hired you in the first place because now I'm mm-hmm. out the money and I'm, I don't have the work and I've had to chase this person down. And So it's, it is hard to find people who, who do what they say they're going to do. I think a lot of, uh, I don't want to say a lot, I don't want to generalize here, but you know, a lot of virtual assistants might think, okay, I have a laptop and I have a home office, so I'm set. Mm-hmm. And they don't really look at the integrity that goes along with this position and I, I see mm-hmm. it a lot um, yeah. even in my own business I've hired virtual assistants oh, many times and I can you know I know right from the interview I, I walk them through a little process to mm-hmm. even see if they're you know somebody that I would want to even interview and um, you know there's just certain key indicators that I go mm, <laughs> not so much <laughs> I, I mean I you know I give them like a specific set of tasks to do in preparation for for being considered and uh-huh. they might take, you know, one or two of those steps, but they miss the third and fourth. And that, to me, is, you know, there's my little test. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would actually suggest that if you are looking for a virtual assistant, you know, give them a little task. Not like you want them to work for free for you, but, you know, give them a specific list of instructions. If you're interested in this position, um, you know, I have them read a chapter from my book <laughs> yeah. and then comment on this chapter so that I can understand. And, and I tell them what to put in the subject line. It's things like that that, you know, and it's amazing to me how many people fail to even get the subject line right. So, 
Yeah. So you're not just a one woman show. You have also assistants working underneath you. Is that correct? I do. I do. Yes. I finally reached a level in my business where I call it the bursting point (laughs) where, you know, I was doing it all. I was marketing. I was, you know, consulting with and, Uh you know, managing my own business, which, you know, sometimes can turn into a full time job. Um, you know, and keeping and trying to keep clients happy. And I really did get to a place about two years ago where I, you know, really wasn't sleeping well, <laughs> wasn't mm-hmm. taking care of myself. My clients were all happy with me, um, but I couldn't take another client. I really was right. at that place where I had to start thinking about turning down business. And I worked too hard to have to do that. Right. So my solution was to hire Actually, it was going to be one person, and um, it's turned into five <laughs> so oh, far, great. and I'm interviewing again for two others. So, yeah, and I love it. It's, you know, I, now I have the experience of having virtual assistants who work for me, and even though I'm very involved in all my clients' projects and I oversee every single thing, it's mm-hmm. still free, it's freed up so much of my time is to yes. not be so much of the doer but more of the um, – you know, and I've hired terrific people, and I, as again, I put them through a very stringent process. I only told you right. a tiny bit of that, so mm-hmm. I, I vet them for quite a while. Yeah. Um, and if they're on my team, it's because they function. You know, I always thought nobody could do it like me, um, <laughs> and I was stuck there. I'm sure a lot of your listeners could relate. You know, I only I get it. <laughs> um, and what I've come to learn is, you know, there are people who could do it just as good, and in many cases. Uh-huh. Uh, it, I have to admit, even better, oh. you know, in hand in working with clients. So, yeah. well, that would be right. There would be um, um, asset to working with you is that you do and have vetted these other people that you know will produce a good product. So, right there, that's awesome. But if I were if I were listening to you today. Um, one of the questions I would say is, how do I know when it's the right time for me to hire a virtual assistant? Well, I always say the earlier, the better. So a lot of people, you know, they think, well, I don't need a virtual assistant yet. I'm going to yes. set up my business and, and then I'll think about it. You know, and, and uh-huh. I, I encourage my potential clients to really think about bringing us on right away because we actually will help you even even before you have a website. I look at websites for a living all day, every day. I, I give people advice and, you know, and, and how, the, how your, the navigation of your website works, you know, we, how we can, and I'm looking at this from a marketing perspective, so yeah. you know, not a little bit above a virtual assistant in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So a virtual assistant can really, someone like me anyway, and, and several out there could possibly even look at your, um, your entire process and actually help you to develop systems around all of it mm-hmm. right from the get-go. So I wouldn't hold back just because you're waiting to get things in place. Get some support in in getting things in place. Yeah, I would think that's a very common thought. Well, I don't have enough. I'm not far that I'm not far enough along to have a really skilled person come in. But it can be of great benefit in in just simplifying the whole process if they have no somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah, and you can you know. kind of reverse engineer things. It's like, what is your long-term vision for your business? Mm-hmm. Okay, now here's how we can achieve that. Let's let's work backwards. Let's, mm-hmm. let's start you off from the end point, your your end vision, your intentions, your goals, and let's let's build on that. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you from building my own business, you know, I've been there's been many many iterations of how I've marketed myself and um, and and managed my website. I've had about three or four different websites over the years. 
Uh, I love the one I have now, and it's it's perfect and it serves my needs. But mm-hmm. and that's where I can that's where I'm really helpful with clients um, and other VAs as well to really share with them. Like this is what works on a website. This is what doesn't work. <laughs> you know, yeah. let's 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 examine that. Let's shortcut this whole process for you so you don't have to stumble. Yeah. Now, not all VA offer the marketing key, do they? No, they don't. You have there's right. different. There are different virtual assistants who have different areas of specialty. Um, yes. Mine is business systems and social media marketing. Yes. Um, there is also a difference between what I call task based and yes. you know and more project based. So I can address that as well. Mm. But to touch back on what you were just asking, so just to give some ideas, also again, there's social media marketing. There's there's technical VAs who can help with you know really high level. Um, you know, sales funnels and pipelines and you're managing your CRM program, your customer relations management programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, you know, virtual assistants who do graphic designs and, and that kind of thing. So, and they write articles. It, they, there's a myriad of specialties in, in the field of virtual assistants. You right. can get an overall generalist who will, you know, help you with anything. And I want to go back, as I did mention, the difference between, let's say, a task-based and more of a project-based kind of mm-hmm. virtual assistant. A task-based, and this is where most of my clients, when they come to me, this is really where, where they're thinking. They think, well, I've got some projects that I don't have time to do, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to delegate this. And so they, have, they know exactly what they want done, and they, they know the steps to get there, and they hire somebody that they feel is a good fit, and they just say, okay, here's what I want you to do. And that's a task-based mm-hmm. virtual assistant. They'll do what you ask, and by the way, my company will do that too. You know, we'll take mm-hmm. on your tasks if you have them. Um, but where my sweet spot is, and, and other virtual assistants may also have a similar process, is that, you know, I will look at your business as, on the whole, and I mm-hmm. will do your tasks, but I will also recommend the things that we can do to help you even further. Oh, so, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so that's sort of, I want people to understand that that is, it's a clear distinction um, do you want to just give off tasks and have to hold somebody's hand? That also requires, you know, checking in on them and, mm-hmm. um, you know, possibly redoing what they've done or they didn't do it correctly or whatever. Um, you know, we'll we'll certainly take care of your tasks, but we will also help you on the over. I mean, my business is called Upscale Your Business, so we look at it as mm-hmm. a holistic approach to helping you and getting your business everything in place. You know, your scripts, your templates, all the things that you use to communicate with your potential clients. Mm-hmm. Um, with that as well. So I can see that your business as a VA is not just a VA, but the marketing is an important key because, you know, if we're new in the business and we're just starting out, we don't know what marketing tasks we True. need to do many times. And so your knowledge of where to fit them in, where they are appropriate to be fit in, um, yeah. is pretty important to a client. Yeah. Yeah, so right. I want to address that. Mm-hmm. Um, indeed, um, we understand that many people don't—they don't either understand virtu- um, sorry understand their so understand social media marketing or marketing in general. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to know it, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> um, you know, not really sure how to how to go about it. But you know, from my own experience, um, you know, I had to build my business. So let me just back up for a moment and let you all know that. I did not. I did not start out doing social media. I actually just fell into it because I had to market my own business, and I was on a shoestring budget. And 
you know, social media was a free avenue for me to dip my toe in and try to get some business. And I would try different things, and some things failed and some things worked. And mm-hmm. as things worked, I started to share with my clients, oh, you know what, I did this thing on LinkedIn, and it's, oh, my gosh, I'm getting a lot more interest in my services. And they say, well, could you do that for me? Sure. <laughs> and then over time, it became a system, an entire system of, you know, whatever you'd like us to do typically. I, I You know, it's basically for us, it's Facebook Twitter, LinkedIn. Those are the three primary areas mm-hmm. that we focus on. We, mm-hmm. ask, you know, we go through a very, um, I don't want to say a lengthy process, but a process where we do ask all of those pertinent questions. You know, we ask right. our clients, who's your target market? What are they interested in learning from you? Um, we help our clients to then, you know, take content that's on their website to drive traffic to their website. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I don't want to get too technical and overwhelm people, but right. there is, you know, we have put a whole process in, into place, and, and that's kind of that's my little background of how I fell into the social media um, and being able to highlight that as an, as an area of expertise that I use. Right. Well, there's a lot of, um, oh, what do I want to say, <laughs> uh, um, savvy that needs to be done with social media. And just taking um, a newbie, such as I was, a couple of years ago, and I'm still pretty new, but there's a lot to learn about using social media and how best to use it for your benefit. So yeah. I can uh, really see the value of uh, learning that. You learned it, as you said, on the ground level. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm always I'm always interested in learning. You know, there's always new strategies. So mm-hmm. we adapt. You know, we, we add something new to our system if it works. Um, you know, one of the other things I also want to touch on the fact that, you know, I help my clients to actually make more money by doing the, the things that we do, especially in the marketing arena. You know, yeah. we, we track those things. We track the ROI that our clients, you know, they're expecting from us in doing social media. So there's there's two ways to measure ROI for, mm-hmm. um, you know, for my clients. And one is, you know, obviously the time, the savings of time. You know, you don't mm-hmm. have to A, learn it and B, do it, right? You don't have to implement right. it. That's that's an ROI right there, just saving you the time and the hassle. Um, but also, you know, we our intention is to help you to get more business to your door. Now, we are not going to close sales for my clients. You know, that's up to them. <laughs> oh, um, you know, darn. we'll help them to develop their website so that it can, you know, enhance the experience of potential yeah. clients wanting to work with you. Um, you know, but but we do. We can measure, you know, where people came from as a result of our efforts. And, yeah. you know, I've been credited with making people a whole lot more money in their business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a little investment in, in me and my services um, mm-hmm. usually results in my client. Now, it takes time. It's not something that happens within a month. You right. Know, generally, it's, you know, a period of like six months where you start to really start to see some traction. But right. we have we do some things that are... Uh, they're not even the, a couple of the strategies that we do are not as well known out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it involves special software, but it it does the things that we do actually are credited with bringing my clients a lot more interest to their to their yeah. virtual doorstep. <laughs> so well, I saw by going to your website, I saw many, many, many happy clients mm. that had worked with you and, and complimented you on your skills. Now, when we come back from our break, we're going to be talking about, we've been talking about how to select a virtual assistant, how to find it. And also, Jamie has told us all the valuable things that she can offer through her business. But there's another side to Jamie's business that we also want to look at, 
and that is training a person to be a virtual assistant. So we're going to be back, and Jamie's going to tell us a little bit more about her awesome business. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Talking with Jamie Scaldteddy today. But before we go back in, I want to share my excitement about my new and first book. We just released it on Amazon last week. It was terribly exciting. We were sending all these texts and social emails and all this to promote my book on Amazon. And so, if you are interested in reading this book, and this is the reason you want to read this book, many of us, when we go through transitions in life, one of the things that we need is clarity. We have possibly gone through the transition because we're just not clear. We don't know who we are. We don't know what we want. We don't know where we're going. And the first thing you need to do is to actually identify who you are. Get to know who you are so much better than you have given the time in the past. To who am I? What do I want from my life? So out of my own transition back in 2000, I began doing this work and getting the cobwebs out of my mind. I needed to know who Joyce was. So I created this book, which is called Effortless Happiness, How to Find Your Voice and Finally Ask for What You Really Want. Clarity is the first step in getting you back in connection with your happiness. So if you're interested in getting clear, clearing away those cobwebs, getting clear about what you want in your life, then I really, really recommend this book to you. You can actually create, you use the same tools I used in getting clarity with my life. So go to 
Amazon.com, Amazon.com, and get your copy there, either in Kindle version, and if you're an unlimited member, it's for free. But if you are not, then it's $1.99, or you can just buy the book, which would be awesome. But if you'd like to have a signed book, you can go through JoyceBufordEmpowers.com, and I will gladly send you a signed book. So please, think about this, clarity. Clarity will lead me to effortless happiness. I hope you'll take action on this. Now, moving back into the show today, Jamie and I have been discussing the value of a virtual assistant. But the value that she offers is that the virtual assistant support to you, but also combining it with that marketing benefit that she has, that knowledge that she has. You need the marketing to give you direction. So before we move into the other side of you, Jamie, is there anything else you want to talk about the virtual assistant part of your, of using, of, of a client using you for those services? Um, I just to save time, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I just encourage everyone to go to my website, and if you want to speak with me, um, all the information is there, and I would be more than happy to to work with you and speak well speak with you and see if it's a good fit. Um, and if you have any questions, I welcome emails as well. So I'll just give my website real quick. It's upscaleyourbusiness.com, and my direct email address is Jamie, which is spelled a little different than most Jamie. So it's J A I M i.e. at upscaleyourbusiness.com. And I'd be more than happy to answer any questions. Right. I want to say to you, I love the title of your book. Ah, thanks. Happiness. I love it. Like, it doesn't have to be hard work to choose to be happy, right? (laughs) No. Yeah. 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 Just that clarity piece. (laughs) Well, what I liked about your website, because I also went there and some of my research work, is that you offer blogs. You have numerous clients endorsing you and speaking about their uh, results of working with you. So it's a very um, complete website. So it's a good example of what you could create with her. Now, moving into the other side of Jamie's business, that is about helping prepare people to be virtual assistants. Is that it, Jamie? Did I explain yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll take it a little further. Um, yeah. I, yep, so I do. I, I, I call myself a, a mentor coach for uh-huh. other virtual assistants, and this whole thing happened quite organically. Um, I found myself, I was about three years into my, well, about four years into my business, and I was still stumbling along at that point. I was, you know, really trying to dial things in and, you know, make everything kind of work and attract clients and work with clients and, you know, you know, get all my systems in place and my processes. Um, and then, like, it's one thing came together and then another thing and, you know, things started to work out. But it took me a good four years. And I really have to say I stumbled for a long time and I couldn't afford to pay somebody, a virtual assistant coach, to help me. 
Um, and that's what I thought I needed, but I just couldn't afford it. So I would jump on, you know, free webinars, and I would learn things and take yeah. one piece here and one piece there. And I really felt I could have shortcutted it <laughs> if I would have just hired some, a coach. You know, and I'm a big uh. believer now, now that I have money, I'm, I'm able to pay high-level coaches to help me in different aspects of, uh, of my work and, and how I want to continue to grow and expand. So, But tell um, me this, yeah. just for the woman that is still yeah. struggling with no budget, how did you make that decision to get a coach? Because someplace in there you must have made that. Did you wait until you had money in the bank to get a coach? Or did no. you step up? <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, uh-huh. and, um, you know, I, honestly, it was I just threw my hat over the wall and said I needed help. I surrendered mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. I need help. Yeah. I cannot figure this out by myself. There's something mm-hmm. I'm not seeing that somebody else probably could see and help me to fix. And right. so I just, you know, I committed to a coach and, and Joyce, I, you know, this coach very well, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but, you know, just from our mutual shared experience. But, um, you know, I, I, at this point, I really couldn't afford it, but I decided yes. I need the help. You know, I, I was on our discovery call. I felt that, you know, this person could really help me and mm-hmm. I was going to figure out a way to, to mm-hmm. do it. And I felt like if this person could help me get to that next level, then having the money to pay this person moving forward would not even be a question. Right. Um, and by the way, I'm still with this coach and I've been with her <laughs> for, you know, like a long time. And I, she uh. says I'm her longest client, but I keep <laughs> telling her I'm a groupie and I'm not going anywhere because <laughs> every love- time I'm around her, I get a tip or something that she just says in passing that I go, Oh, I'm going to implement that. I love that idea. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So to answer your question, yes, yeah, so I, you know, I don't say to people, you know, oh, go into debt to hire a coach. But if you no. look at it as an investment, and also same thing with the virtual assistant services, you know, it, it's more, I always, you know, people do tend to think of these things as, as expenses, you know, like, oh, I can't Luxuries. afford that. Mm-hmm. Right, like a luxury. And I, I really try to encourage people, and I have a blog post on my site that talks about expense versus investment. These are both, these kinds of services and these kinds of, um, you know, coaching and all of that is, is really quite necessary. It really is. And it's, you know, you have to look at it as an investment in your future success. You're, you're guaranteeing yeah. your future success. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so just to get back to, you know, I had, uh, I found that people, especially in my local area, like they would find me on Google and um, they were, I would get phone calls and emails from local people who decided they wanted to become a virtual assistant and they found me and they said, you know, would you meet me for, at Starbucks? Can we, can mm-hmm. I pick your brain mm-hmm. essentially? And at first I would say, I, I really don't have time to go out. I'm building my business, but I'm happy to answer questions for you. And mm-hmm. that became a thing <laughs> and it became <laughs> more frequent than I had wanted it to be. I'm very generous and open and I'm an open book and I'll share whatever knowledge I have. Yes. Um, you know, sometimes that's to my detriment, but I am, I'm pretty open about what I've learned. And so people would ask me, you know, well, how did you build your VA business and how did you start getting clients? And well, let me just tell you, Joyce, after, you know, several of those phone calls, I'm going, you know what? I just spent four hours on the phone and I, you know, didn't get paid and I have mm-hmm. no time left on the calendar. So right. as a result of that, I said, you know, actually it was one of my friends who said to me, you know what, you should, you should offer to coach them. They should be paying you for your time. And I thought, yeah, well, that's, you know, I, mm-hmm. I haven't really made a huge success yet. So, you know, but that's a good idea. And I just started mm-hmm. to document all the steps that it took to get me where I, where I got to. And mm-hmm. I wrote a book. Uh, you know, this is after a couple of years. I in 2013 is when I wrote my book. It's also on Amazon. Ah. Um, 
Yeah. What's the name of your book? It's called Upscale Your Virtual Assistant Business, uh-huh. which is kind of clever since my business is Upscale Your Business. I figured yes. Upscale Your Virtual Assistant Business communicates mm-hmm. very similarly. Uh, and so I put the book, uh, published the book, self-published, and um, I have a lot of people all over the world who find my book on Amazon. And, you know, I do offer a, a you know free session, well, just a, like a discovery session, and I have regular VAs who coach with me who want to learn, you know, how to get their business set up, um, how to, you know, take it to the next level once they are set up. So um, I've been able to kind of really share my knowledge and, you know, be rewarded for that. And in turn, my clients are, are they feel so rewarded because they've been able to shortcut their journey. Um, mm-hmm. I save them what I consider to be four years of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. I, I can help them <laughs> to not yeah. go down the same route. You know, let mm-hmm. me let me get you there a lot quicker so you're not stumbling through it. So, yeah. Well, I can imagine that many of those women that were calling and asking you were asking the same questions because, you know, yes. how do I get started? Yes. How do I find clients? How do I charge? All of those yes. questions that we, they're, they're, they're generic in whatever business that you're going to so yeah Yeah. so your book is a self-study program is that what it is well actually the book is really like an introductory you know to be honest with you it's more of a marketing piece but I do give a lot of information in the book Uh Um, but it's really designed to let people know that I can coach them take help them to get it to the the next level there's some good basic stuff in there that would get somebody off on the right foot for sure um (laughs) But I, what I've done in the in the last year is I've put together two courses that are both up their self study programs. Oh. So the book is designed to get you to my my virtual doorstep, and then once you get there, you can you know I can either speak to you or or you can self select that that you want to do one of the courses. One of my courses is very um, I don't want to say very basic. It, it really does cover all of the the basics of the of what you need to do to set up your business. Uh-huh. Um, and then I have a more advanced course for those who are you know, they're, they're starting to get clients and want to know, you know, how, how they should be pricing, how they should be packaging, um, how they can attract clients, and, and all of those more advanced strategies. We go deep into the social media um, and, you know, just generally how to conduct a consultation, how to follow up, how to send a proposal, what should be in your proposal, all of those, oh, you know, yeah. and so much more. I mean, it's just, right. you know, and, and the great thing is, like, the more advanced course comes with the, the more basic course. They, they Oh, uh, you know, uh-huh. two together if they want to bundle it, or they could do one, um, one on their own. But yeah, right. I figured that's a great way that I could really um, educate people. I mean, like I said, it's such a growing industry that a lot of mm-hmm. people are. I know they're stumbling through it. I no doubt they are. I mean, I'm a smart girl, and I, uh, but I didn't. I couldn't figure it all out until four years down the road. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of like hidden pitfalls and you know roadblocks that that you will inevitably find if you decide you want to go on this journey. So I'd like to help people. So what's really cool is that, you know, I can, I can work with people with this program and also, um, you know, in, in so many ways actually, but people all over the world, I have, I have mm-hmm. people that I coach that are in Kenya, um, Somalia, oh. I mean, you name it. I, you oh. know, England, I have, I have a call with a girl tomorrow in England. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fun, you know, mm-hmm. and that's actually the, that's really the direction that I'm moving in. I still love and still want to keep my regular business going, and it's wonderful now that I have a team and a growing team of people who can, you know, manage, help me manage that side of my business. But I'm, I feel a lot, um, I feel really inspired by helping the VA community. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's where my happiness, I think, is a little more, uh, a little more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, are there many companies out there that uh, do what you're doing with the VA? Actually, a coaching business for VAs. Yes, there's. I would say there's like a handful, from what I know. There's, there's, you know, a I, I know of about. Little handful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Big handful, or, big handful or little bin handful. A little handful, I would say. Uh, you know, not. It's not as prevalent. I think that as more virtual assistants start to become successful, then they decide. You know what? I'll be a coach because, you know, that's what happened to me. People started just coming to my doorstep and saying, "Would you? Can I pick your brain? Can I pick your brain?" Right. You know, and so I do think there will be more in time. Uh-huh. Um, yes. But I know when I was even considering looking for a coach, and by the way, I just want everybody to know, I never hired a virtual assistant coach. Um, uh-huh. I, in fact, if I had, I think maybe I would have gotten here a little bit sooner, but <laughs> I hired business coaches. So, uh-huh. it's, you know, but I'm specifically coaching other VAs, but I can, I'm proud to say that all, all that I teach is all the things that I learned on my own. I'm not taking someone else's ideas and repurposing them. These are all my own original, <laughs> you know, ideas and, and my own experience. And I'm really, really proud of that. Um, but to answer your question, I could say I could probably name about eight or ten coaches that I know of. Um, mm. But like I said, I've never worked with them, and so I can't vouch for, you know, what they're teaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know some of the things that they teach from some of the emails that I get, and mm-hmm. sometimes I shake my head and go, well, that's not really what I would be teaching, mm-hmm. but okay. <laughs> you know, so well, everybody has a, they have their own perspective. Yeah, when yeah. you when you mention the number of people going into virtual assistance, like two hundred ten thousand, yeah. was that correct? Two ten two years ago, but three hundred twenty six five. Okay, of, and you say yeah. there's only about eight that are teaching yeah. how to yeah. be a virtual assistant. That's not very good odds. It's there, not. you've got some people <laughs> stumbling around out there. Yeah, and what exactly. you don't want is to get one of those stumbling out there not that they won't do you a good job but they're going to they're still learning they're still learning the way yeah so one of the questions yeah. you might want to know have on that form when you're interviewing people would be how long have you been in the business and how many have you coached right uh or how you asking virtual assistants who want to work for me you're saying i should ask them that question mm. no yeah. Uh, if I were interviewing, just a oh, freelance for virtual assistant. Yes. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is there a place to go to find the questions that would be helpful if a person was interviewing somebody for, to be a virtual assistant? Oh yes, actually, I have on my website on upscaleyourbusiness.com, that regular uh-huh. website. There uh-huh. is I, on my blog. It's the oh. latest blog post that I offer right now. Um, it's Essentially, it's words of wisdom on selecting a virtual assistant. Oh, um, great. I'm just trying to pull it up so I can get the actual name of it. But, yeah, there's a video there that's it's almost like a webinar. And yes. then there's also the transcript is included. So if they want to download the transcript, that gives them all of the, you know, I have things on there like what questions you should ask, what things to, to look for. Um, mm-hmm. If you do hire a virtual assistant, what you can ask yourself one month in and, you know, sort of a checklist of, well, did they, were they this and did they do that? And, you know, so that you have a sense of, you know, that who you're selecting is going to be a good fit. Um, oh, that's a great. And that's free, right? We can that's just free. go. Yeah, that's listen. Yeah. It's the latest blog post. I'm just pulling it up right now. It's called Why You Need and How to Hire 
I'm just opening this up. Why you need and how to hire the perfect virtual assistant for your, and I put coaching business because that's my market, but really it's yeah. for any business. So yes. that's the name of the article. Oh, listeners yeah. out there, that's the best. That's wonderful to be able to go yeah. and use that tool, particularly yeah. if you're exploring the use of a virtual assistant. Yeah, Which, and, and you know, if I can highlight one thing that's in there that I think most people are, are you know, if I were to get into your listeners' heads, I would think one of the questions that comes up is, you know, well, how do I know, you know, do I base my decision based on price? And I, and I really want to address that, if I oh, may. Good. Yes. <laughs> because because... You know, we're, we always think, you know, I want to get the best deal. You know, I want, to, I want to hire somebody good, but I want to get a really good deal, and I don't want to pay a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's fine, and I understand that thinking. But I want to point out this very slippery slope that a lot of people don't realize. So if I want to – and I give this example in the blog post and in the video, but I want to highlight it here. So let's just say you have virtual assistant number one who charges um, – let me bring up this example. They bring up, they have, they charge, let's say, twenty-five an hour, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and then virtual assistant B charges. Um, let's see, I've got it here. Uh, let's say hypothetically. Oh, here, hold on. Sorry, one second. Let me get this because I want to answer this properly. Okay. So let's say VA number one charges thirty dollars an hour, and VA number two charges fifty dollars an hour, and we'll assume that their rates are this much higher because they work smarter, so they feel mm-hmm. that they're, you know, that's what they want to charge. Um, they have the requisite skills, the confidence, and time-saving techniques at their disposal. But let's say that VA number one gets your projects completed in four hours, so that mm-hmm. that's a total price of one hundred and twenty dollars. Now VA number two completes your projects in just two hours. So that's just $100 to have gotten the same work done. So I'd say mm. to have gotten your work completed in half the time and to have saved $20, not to mention you didn't have to chase down your work, then VA number two, even with a higher hourly rate, is actually the better deal. Mm-hmm. So I want to highlight that to people, not to just focus on how much do you charge per hour because, you know, they could take four hours to do what, you know, someone like me could do in two. So yes. don't, base your, don't base your decision solely on price. That's, that's yes. really what I want to get across. Yeah, that's a good point. And not ever having priced a virtual assistant, it's sometimes shocking when you do first learn those salaries, prices per hour. It, it sounds, it can be. oh now, my goodness, I, mean, <laughs> I can't yeah, do now that. Now there's virtual assistants who charge very little. And, you know, there's virtual assistants offshore, you know, that you uh-huh. can hire. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't really promote that, although I do, you know, at times I've hired them myself. There is a need for them. You know, those right. are kind of copy and paste kind of projects. You don't want to pay somebody, yes. you know, $50 an hour if you can pay them, you know, $2 an hour. Right. Um, but that's not who you want to be making decisions about your business for you, you know. So Correct. it really is. And, you know, by the way, I don't charge by the hour anymore. I did in the beginning. I charge more by, you know, it's a monthly retainer, basically. You get, you know, a certain amount uh, of hours within that retainer. And, you know, that's the parameter. There's a parameter around that. Um, but generally, it's, as I like to term it, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet of whatever <laughs> we can do for you, as long as we don't, you know, go beyond that you know, and that's a pretty wide range of time. Um, yeah, I have a question here. Yeah. In using a virtual assistant that I have uh, in the past, is it expected to have a um, itemized report of what has been accomplished? Is that mm-hmm. something that's to yeah. be expected, or is that? 
such a great uh, question. <laughs> Thank you for asking that. Um, I do, I, I, and I train VAs that I, that I train. Yes, you, you need to provide your clients. I do provide my clients a report at the end of every month. You, I always say it's on or around the 1st, depending on mm-hmm. our schedule, of every mm-hmm. month. We send mm-hmm. two reports to my clients. So one is a social media metrics. Basically, it's a, yeah, it's a spreadsheet. Um, that just identifies, you know, how many new people are following you on Twitter, how many people did we get through LinkedIn, how many consults got scheduled, those kind of things. You know, we measure yeah. that for ROI. But I, I provide my clients with exactly what you've just asked about. I call it a summary of accomplishments or project summary, however you want to term it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically a list of like, here's what we got done for you this month. Yeah. So that, visually see the productivity and you feel like, you know, I'm getting my money's worth here. Mm-hmm. You know, look how much stuff that they took off of my plate that I didn't have to deal with. <laughs> right. You know, and that's yeah. always a fun report just to get. My clients love getting the report because, and they write to me when they get it sometimes and they say, wow, this report this month was really, you know, you did a lot. We, we got a lot done. Didn't Some of my <laughs> reports are two and three pages long. Wow. So, yeah. 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 So well, I it's feel very... that VAs should provide something yeah. to help their clients measure. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it's part of our, our, as independent entrepreneurs, we many times do things we don't even, we do them so easily and we do them so quickly that we don't realize them. We don't consider them accomplishments. And that's because we do those good. If we're working in, in our, um, I like to call genius or area of, of, uh, of expertise, Many times we don't think of them as work because they're so much fun to us. And that's where we all want to be living, uh, where we shine all the time. So anyway, having those accomplishments, it, it's, I mean, it's so important, not only to the, co- the person being coached, but it's also important to the accountability factor that we need Absolutely. to be. We're business. We're in the business world now. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, yeah this, that's this type very helpful for is, me. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm so glad you asked that question because I I mm-hmm. feel like that's a big missing from mm-hmm. the virtual. Oh, many of the people out there they don't provide something like that. You're so generally, right. they'll give you a time report. They'll say, okay, we spent, you know, t- here's you know here's your breakdown. You bought ten hours, and here's what we used. And you know, and a common question, of course, from the client's point of view is, well, I bought ten hours with you, and you got everything done in seven. So mm-hmm. now you're going to roll over those three hours, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's a slippery slope for a virtual uh-huh. assistant in that boat, you know, where yeah. they're getting stuff done and they're being really efficient and they're yeah. being almost like punished financially for getting stuff done so fast. So yeah. there's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, th- those are the kind of pitfalls that I came across as I was starting. So I, I now have solutions for all of that. Um, One of the things I do want to say, you know, and I know you're getting ready to wrap it up, but, um, you know, you talk about effortless happiness. And I will just say from my own point of view, um, I have found a business model that is a complete reflection of me. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, nothing could be better. You know, when I've always been, like I said, my friend called me and said, you're so organized. You're so on top of stuff. You're great at creating systems. You should be a virtual assistant. And to have a business that literally, like, I live my life the same way that I run my business. So, it's an extension of me. So if you can have mm-hmm. a business that you feel is an extension of who you are, like mm-hmm. there's, there's just nothing better. Mm-hmm. Well said, Jamie. Well okay. said. Yeah. That's what we all want, right? But what's next? I mean, you've got this, this, these self-study programs. You've maybe another book or what do you have coming along the line? 
I think I am probably going to update my book. Um, and I have, you know, the advanced strategies course that I've put up. Um, I still have several videos that I want to record for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I have, I have like, my to-do lists are super long, and they're always That's fun. Good. I'm like, oh, I get to do that next. So I, ha I almost have, like, checklists of all the things that I want to accomplish. I don't think I'll yeah. ever finish it all, but it's, it's all fun stuff. I love to create new programs, new products. I sell a lot of templates on my website, so I've put that together for virtual assistants. You know, if they need an agreement for services, I have one that they can customize. So I'm always adding to my, you know, you talked earlier about how important your website is, and we discussed mm -hmm. that. I look at a website as your business card, so everything mm -hmm. should be there. Everything that anybody should ever want to know about you should, should um, you know, resonate. And, and with, I'm trying to think of the word um, where you, you know, you grab people, you know, with, yeah. with that, um, and you're able to e educate them on, on all the things and all the, all the shades of you kind of thing. So, so my listeners can get to you, Jamie, by going to upscaleyourbusiness.com. Yes. And, that's and if they're interested in, the in becoming a virtual assistant or finding out more about it, I would welcome also hearing from you on that side of things. And if they want to look at that website, again, it's Upscale Your Virtual Assistant Business. Dot com. Okay. It's a much longer okay. typing in, but yeah. <laughs> but there it is. And um, cool. yeah, I would I would love to hear, and I would love if somebody wants to send an email and you want to put maybe in the subject line or let me know in the email that you came from the radio show from Joyce's show. Um, I would welcome that. And if you decide you want to work with me, uh, either as a virtual assistant or you know, or you want like you want coaching as a virtual assistant or you want to become a client of mine, I would offer you know twenty percent. Um, you know, off for any any services. Well worth, well worth going to her website. We have a brief time to say goodbye to Jamie. Thank you for being here. You've given us so much information. And I hope you'll be back next week to enjoy more of Second Wind. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 